Hey everybody, it's Paul here from RTV Limited. I'm talking with Carlosina from Panorama and Pennsview Hotel, both businesses. Panorama is a, a restaurant and Pennsview is a hotel. Tell us more about it before I ruin everything about your business. Uh, so Pennsview Hotel was open and the restaurant opened in 1990 as uh, we had one building, it's the original building, 14, 14 North Front Street. Uh, was, uh, at that time it was 27 rooms. We still had the wine bar which is the, you know, the wine machine was still had 120 wines by the glass. Um, and then as we, uh, so my family's background was in restaurants. Mm -hmm. My grandfather came here from Italy with my dad in the sixties. They opened uh, a restaurant down the street called La Familia in okay. 1976. That was very successful. They did a neighborhood. It was, uh, you know, back then it was very rundown. It was very here like, on front street. Yeah. Front okay. street, you know, Mark in this, this street was, you know, before the highway and, and um, the highway's over there, but I was like, the streets are all messed up. Mm -hmm. And um, this is one of the oldest parts of the city. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like a warehouse district. So a lot of working warehouses still at that time in the seventies and eighties. Um, but you know, then we had the recession in 87, 88. Uh, so this building, the buildings became available. So they bought the first building and then uh, in 1990. Um, so the rest, the hospitality, that was in my family's background is hospitality. That was like my first job was in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah you learn how to take yeah, care of people kitchen, before you take <laughs> Busboy, waiter, bartender, I did, I did it all. Mm -hmm. um, Starting a kitchen though. Uh, so then they bought this in 90, it was 27 rooms. Had no experience in hotels whatsoever. Um, they did bring somebody in, <clears throat> excuse me, and having, um, you know, you know, being a, a, a smart businessman, they, they, you know, they, they're, they watch the bottom line a lot. Um, so they bought the building, the two buildings, the building that we're sitting in in 2002, the prior building in 1994. So they expanded the business uh, from, so they bought the two adjacent buildings. So it's basically three buildings that make up one, yeah. one location, the hotel, and then the restaurant is in the lobby level or first level of the, of the hotel, the buildings. Uh, there's a wine bar, a restaurant, uh, and event space that we're event in. Event space and the banquet space. There's yeah. a wine cellar. Mm -hmm. There's a meeting space. Oh, there's a wine cellar too? I didn't know about yeah, that. Yeah, oh, down cellar. underneath. A smaller dining room, yeah. Okay, wow. Um, and then it's like a speakeasy type. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of quiet and quaint. And it's like, you know, if you don't like being in the hustle and bustle of things, and it's like, you know, and it's more, more intimate, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's like a, a door that no one has a key to. Literally, it's so it's yeah, funny it's that exactly, it's like a speaker, yeah, yeah. and it's got a. You should have, advertise that. It does have yeah. a window. It's yeah. funny you said that. That's funny you said. That. It does have like, like a little knock window. three times. Yeah, yeah, and it's got here. metal on it. There's like, yeah. Hello. <laughs> yeah. It does say wine cellar on it, so it's a little, a little. We give it nice. away a little bit. Um, and then, um, so now we have 51 rooms, uh, the meeting space. Uh, 51 now, so you've doubled your occupancy. Yeah, almost. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We had 52, but I turned mm -hmm. that into a fitness room. There you go. Yeah. So. And then um, we've been that, so since 1990 until now, our anniversary was in October, mm -hmm. uh, so 20 years, um, just sort of, you know, kind of going with the flow, like, you know, having, so my uncle still own and operate the restaurant down the street. Um, La Familia. La Familia, and okay. that's, op that's been open since, you know, 76. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's, you know, odd that restaurants, even stay open past two or three no, years. No, it's true. My, my brother-in-law owns a cafe and he was one of the first guests and he's been in business 16 years and he said the exact same thing, you know? So it's, it's either make or break it early. Yeah. Deal. Yeah. It's a tough business. Uh, margins are small though. Yeah. Now you have to keep your food costs down. Mm -hmm. um, spoilage you know, down. That's what spoilage, I learned. Yeah. yeah. Spoilage. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, BYOBs like I, 
it's really hard harder for them because uh, if you know the alcohol helps huge margins of alcohol, yeah, there's huge margins, you know, markups and and um, fair markups, but they have to be because we have to we we in the state in Pennsylvania have to pay a little bit more than right because the state owns all the yeah yeah yeah. So there's there's a so you have to be smart about like how you price things, how you market things, Uh, and the hotel is is just it goes with the flow of business in the city. Um, you know, it's so like when Pope was here, you made, you probably were packed to the, no, because I think people were scared away for the Pope. The DNC yeah. was a flip side of that. Okay. You oh. know, it was the same year. Uh, and that was because, you know, States and actually NPR bought us out. Like they had, they took over the hotel. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, actually forced me that the, my, uh, <laughs> my, my internet speed, cause they had to upload and download. Their, oh their yeah. 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 Cause they, they actually listen to a lot of their podcasts. So, I mean, yeah. shout out to NPR. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, we listen to it. <laughs> yeah, uh, but so they, uh, yeah, so that was that was more of a uh, when that when that happens, things like that, like citywide conventions help Army Navy game. Yeah, we we're, talk- mm-hmm. were just talking about offline. We we're just talking about the Navy and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, yeah, those weekends, those sports weekends, Phillies are, are in the playoffs. Like yeah. that helps. Yeah, um, when the Red Sox, you know, speaking of like, boo, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. But anyway, <laughs> so but also we're uh, you know close to the river, so. Uh, anything that's going on at the festival pier or across the river mm-hmm. at, at the at the concert venue, yeah, people can like literally walk to the ferry and take stuff. I think it was a ferry right here. Yeah, it's a ferry. Oh. Yeah, it takes you to Camden, right straight across, and then takes you back. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's I never knew that. So there's it helps that are things going on in the city. Mm-hmm. It's not just you know let's go visit the Liberty Bell. Yeah, like what else can I do after that? 25 minutes yeah. now, well, now what i do yeah like, for the rest well actually of the, the museum is really nice now but yeah yeah the american uh, american uh history, or history revolution history yeah. museum yeah mm-hmm. uh and uh so yeah so the more amenities and more things going on in the city helps um uh, for the hotel and the restaurant you know um and you know now there are more restaurants and more hotels but the same amount of business like yeah our, the, the the supply and demand of fluctuates fluctuates mm-hmm. and you know even talk to the experts so, you know if you talk to the gms and the owners of the hotels there is a difference between what <laughs> we think and what they think we need mm-hmm. based on a national average right. and stuff and about supply and demand and there's like stuff coming back on board like there's going to be a w in center city there's going to the four seasons going to open by the end of the year really uh there's probably two other big hotels and they're like well we still need a b and c we still need some smaller places and if you ask me i'm like no you don't because yeah. I'm a smaller place. You don't need any more like me. Yeah. I need a different, we are de- definitely different. I mean, you offer a lot of different. So what people don't see here, if you're listening only, it's a very old building. It's on the waterfront. It's really nice. There's tons of places around here to go rest other restaurant wise, oh, yeah. but also to like sightsee and um, you know, you can go up market street and see the city and then hop on a cab and go up JFK and go to every museum if you want, or I've only been here seven years seven and a half years so for me it's i'm still learning the city yeah um but uh yeah i mean there's a still exposed brick here from the original buildings and you know 120 different wines which is huge because i mean on and they you know the restaurant the food here is really good and i didn't know carlo what six seven years ago basically and i came here for my anniversary with my wife and i found you know just recently a couple of years ago when we were on the board for the same rugby team together Found that I'm like, oh, you didn't know that you owned it. And then, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've been here before and didn't know it. So yeah. um, with your business, obviously, there's a large people component in this. You're taking care of customers. 
your employees, your run your business. Tell me like what your challenges are on the people side of the business. Uh, yeah, I was, I was thinking about that because you, you didn't give me questions ahead of time. So I just had, I thought of that and I was like, literally, yeah, you, you, you deal with people every day. Mm-hmm. Um, even, even like vendors and, 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 uh, people that work for you. And, you know, we have, you know, we have computer software that we use to run the business and we have, you know, we pay them fees and, and, and licensing fees to, to use, the to use it. Mm-hmm. And then when you're trying, trying to get them, like, I, sometimes I forget. Oh yeah, I'm the customer. I always act like yeah, I, I'm I'm the manager of the place or taking care of someone. Like no, you you have to you have to give me services because I pay you. Right. And it's and, and if if I have to like explain myself three four times, then I start getting frustrated. So dealing with that on top of you know running the business, running business and, and taking care of guests and you know I always I always kind of follow the principle of uh, you know don't say no, mm-hmm. never say no. Uh, you know, you want the yes and you never want to hear no. You say you rather have to say yes or yes and mm-hmm. you'll get this plus this. Okay. And and the plus is something that guests will never, you know, expect. Um, and then they 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 see the value in that. So sure, like your um, the internet didn't work last night. So yeah, we're gonna give you money back over the internet, and then we're gonna give you this so. uh, twenty dollars towards the restaurant. Right. Yeah. So uh, and I try to empower empower my my staff. To do acts like like I like I would do mm-hmm. like you don't have to call me like for every right so that's decentralized command you tell them this is the limit what you can do what I'll, I'll allow you to do yeah you know in the limits of the business so you're not giving away the entire giving away exactly yeah, yeah. That, yeah. no free dinner no uh, <laughs> yeah but yeah no, I for that. and I think they're they're back probably a little, I'm I say yes to everything so mm-hmm. they're probably stricter so they probably save me money by <laughs> by me not my, the free beer yeah being not being yeah. not being there or being yeah. at the front desk or behind the bar yeah. Uh, that's actually literally how we, how we came up. We, we make limoncello here and that's what we give away uh, at the end make of the day. Make your own limoncello. Make your own limoncello. Oh, wow. So instead of, you know, you know, having a comp check of, of $200 mm-hmm. every night you for buying, and give it away. Lim- yeah. And it's, and here's it, some free shots. Yeah. And then and, and, and people love it and it's, mm-hmm. and, and we do make it. It's my answer recipe. Nice. Um, you can make sure it stays cold or it becomes yeah, poison, right? Yeah. No, no, yeah. <laughs> you can still drink it hot. It's much better cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the freezer, out of the freezer. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so dealing, you know, you know, you know, staff is staff. You have good ones, you have bad ones. Just, just like anybody, like you go into a real re- retail place, and as a customer, you might get a good person or you might get a bad person. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it takes a pet special person to do some of the jobs like that we have here. Meaning, like you know, dishwashers and housekeepers and uh, you know, front, front, front of the line kind of people and, and front of the house, back front of the house. house. Yeah. Stuff that people don't see, like, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and you know, for us, and then I think it's, it's, it speaks well to us is that we have people that have been here for multiple years, like, right. ten, you know, double, double digit years. And, uh, and you know, the manager was a bartender with me when, when I was 19 and he's, st- he's still here. Yeah. My, my assistant manager has been here like 22 years. Um, and then some housekeepers have been there like ten years, and wow! So you know, longevity right there. Yeah, and also we give benefits. I think yeah. I think we take care of them, and they take care of us. So it's like a mutual benefit, benefit yeah. going back and forth. So I think if when people appreciate that, I mean, pe- people I'm talking about people when our employees appreciate that we take care of them, it it, it it's it comes back to us. Mm-hmm. And it's not that we I mean not that we expect it. It's just something that we've always done. Uh, and it's, you know, if you treat people well, they'll treat you well. Of and people course. are going to, if people are going to step on you, they're going to step on you regardless, you know, 
and, and I think maybe some people sometimes because uh, we we're, we're very we're family business uh, maybe sometimes people take it personal mm -hmm. you know meaning it, you know as because they feel like it's their business too yeah yeah they, they, they have a they have a, even though they have a, a not a piece of it but uh you know empowering them to make those decisions that I was talking about earlier and right. and you know yeah, you can, you know, you know, you know, be just a little bit more friendlier too. I think it, 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 it loosens them up that it's not, we're not always like on top of them and micromanaging them and, and kind of letting them, you know, run the business, yeah. you know, in, in our structure, but to be themselves. And I think when people see that, Oh, it's not just like cookie cutter, the front desk agent made a joke and was funny. And, yeah. you know, you know, I had a crazy shirt on and made, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, it was yeah. like, or, you know, he played off you. Yeah. And when they ask questions, like, well, I don't really like that cheesesteak place. I like this cheesesteak place. Yeah. yeah that's like, a big well, contention yeah, point that, here in the city, right? Like where's the best cheesesteak? Well, that's, that's our number two question. Where's the Liberty Bell and where can I get a cheesesteak? Yeah, that's yeah. like number two, the top, <laughs> top two questions. I had, I was on relatives come visit me. I take them to the terminal and I'll take them to down to the museum or the museum row and say, oh, you want to go, which one do you want to go to? Or I take them to the Liberty Bell Museum, which I like. Um, and show them old city or whatever. And then I'm like, they're always like, where's the best cheesesteak? I'm like, I, for newcomers, I was taking the gyms yeah. on, on Sal, right by the, right by O'Neill's. But, um, other than that, I mean, everybody has, oh, you know, Prince's and, uh, you, yeah, know, yeah. you know, I never do, uh, Gino's or, or Pass. Yeah, yeah. I just hate them. But, um, anyway, so you were talking about people side and we're talking about trust and loyalty, right? Cause that's really the tenets of leadership in my opinion. And that's really what you're doing, right? You're creating loyalty by building trust and trust. I had this exact conversation yesterday. Trust equals credibility, reliability, and intimacy over self-interest, right? So you build that intimacy by sharing the power with them, right? And that's how you're building that trust. And you teach them, hey, I did the same thing from a little kid. I've done everything in the hotel and restaurant to where I'm doing right now. So that's the reliability and, and then the credibility behind it. And then the self-interest is to help the business grow and build that trust, right? So... Um, process so on the process side of the business and that could be growing it in either direction right the sale the, the the business development side of it what are your biggest challenges there and it sounds like we kind of touched on it earlier about flow so how are you how are you overcoming that um well overcoming it i think you're on a daily basis you're overcoming it <laughs> yeah uh but i think i i think going back to like just sort of uh not rudimentary, but more, more so like basics going back mm -hmm. to basics, like, okay, we're, we're an older property. Um, and then you'll see that on like reviews and, and just people's, uh, like on Yelp or whatever. Yeah. Yelp and TripAdvisor, mm -hmm. uh, are the two TripAdvisor for the hotel Yelp mm -hmm. is, and, and Google and Facebook now right. is like has reviews and mm -hmm. stuff. So it's, and it's multiple places, but <clears throat> mostly for the hotel, it's TripAdvisor. Mm -hmm. And, um, so like, I guess like 10, 10, eight years ago, people, even though we were, you know, we're at that point where we're older hotel. Um, and we went, when we first opened, we start, we wanted to have this like Americana look. Mm -hmm. So it was very like old older. school American yeah. furniture and, and, uh, you know, wallpaper was like a little bit more floral. I kind of called it grandma. Yeah. Or like, you know, if you're yeah, plastic on the plastic. on the Yeah, couch. no, we didn't get yeah, that yeah. far. We didn't do no, that no. far. <laughs> but, you know, that's how yeah, I grew up yeah, too. Yeah, like yeah. we had the floral wallpaper and like our couches were covered so that they didn't get dirty. Yeah. Like and, and, the she, and the comforters were kind of like, you know, a little bit over the top. Quilty, quilty. Quilty top. Yeah. 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 So, 
So then we have to modernize it. So you, and the same thing right before we walked in, you said, I haven't been in a while. We've modernized the, yeah, it looks really good. Uh, the restaurant as well. Mm -hmm. So we've been ongoing the hotel for the last five years. Cause we can't really, we're not like a big place and close a whole yeah. floor and like do it all in one shot and have like 40 guys in here. Mm -hmm. It's usually two or three guys working in a room at a time. And time, so it's yeah. like, it is almost one incremental. room at a time. Yeah. Incrementally. Yeah. So we're like, like 95% done there. Just some like tweaks here and there. Um, so, and then also the restaurant. So we kind of, I would say modernize it, but also, you know, our tagline in, in our, in our, uh, on hold is uh, old world charm with modern day comfort. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, that's still, great. Like that. You still feel like it's different and it's mm -hmm. a bit older, but you have like, you know, flat screen TVs and, and, you know, super fast like a platform, Wi-Fi, like a platform pipe of bed maybe or yeah, no, but yeah, more, and it's more cleaner. White. Yeah. It's not just, you know, now it's all white, not the, Get rid of all the floral wallpaper. <laughs> no paisley Mod rugs on modern, the floor. No modern, modern like bedposts and furniture. Right. You know right. stuff that you would you would put in your your own bedrooms. Mm -hmm. You know like stuff that you would want us right. you know buy. Mm -hmm. um, so that that is sort of building on that, and then trying to bring in the customers. Because people are like, well, I haven't been there in years. So for both places, and you know, how has it changed? You know, kind of. So that's um, you know, and of course like. My, my my stepmom actually helps out with the interior design mm -hmm. and and decorations and and, and you know she's a designer yeah well not really like she just has a really good eye for that okay. um she was a she was a hotel gm here when i was that's how my dad and she met uh, a long time ago uh, but um so she knows but that was also in the 90s right running a hotel is a little different you know literally there was no computers right. they did everything, everything on a paper yeah. literally it's not that sh sh yeah, no, no, like literally adding up, you know, the taxes yeah. every day on a piece of paper. Oh. The credit card machines were like, I remember, you know, yeah, my first job was doing like, you know, uh, so like, so I mean, learning from that, you know, having that like base is really going forward, like the the process of trying to, you know, it, and also the technology we talked about is 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 super vital now for me, the hotel. And even for the restaurant with social media, mm -hmm. you know, how, th how people find out about things, how things, you know, get go viral or why, why did this post? Like actually we had a marketing meeting today and a month, we have one, one, a, one a month and our best post was a really cool picture of our, one of our desserts, our new desserts. And it was like an olive oil cake with like lemon. And, and that was the highest like, engagement. Why, yeah. Yeah. Why? Because uh, people love dessert. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, it's like, but, People will lie that they don't order it or eat it, but they'll click on it. They can like a picture. There's no calories in liking a picture, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so it's like stuff like why and it's always like. Do you guys come up with new desserts all the time, or is it just like once in a moon or, or what? What's that? You come up with new desserts and new dishes? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I even asked that because I have because I don't. I, I'm one of those people that don't eat dessert, so I don't eat dessert here. But uh, the only desserts I ever eat are like you know fruit or like a fruit based dessert okay not, i don't like big cakey stuff i like like well the... actually i made this at a cooking demo with the chef mm -hmm. it's olive oil so okay. it has like you know good fat it's like yeah. and it's really light and airy and um but the cream and has a ton of sugar in it yeah. but anyway so it's like ha half good fruit it's, it's uh, a yin and yang yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh so yeah so he just changed it so i it was like i would because i don't look at the menu all the time and at least the dessert menu and i'm like oh yeah this is new this is new 
And I was like, oh, great. So I, you know, now, now we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't have dinner. I probably are going to go grab a piece later <laughs> um, just to make sure you have quality control. Yeah, quality control, making sure. Oh, this is good. This is good. Give yeah, it the good work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I'm rum, I'm rum. Yeah. <laughs> I would always tweet stuff. I was, I give, I give positive give feedback. feedback. Yeah, 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 positive feedback. So who's handling that for you? Are you guys, who you have an, you have a, an agency doing your social media and your marketing or how are you doing? That? Uh, we have, we have an in-house person that does marketing and does like special, like special events, like outside events. Right. Uh, so we're doing the targeted ads too. Like, are they putting out, putting it out to the world? Or yeah. No? Yeah. Okay. Um, and they'll try things and tweak things mm-hmm. and they'll, they go to conferences that we're just talking about today that, you know, maybe we'll go, we'll go outside of Philadelphia. We'll go up to New York. And because, you know, that's kind of like the Mecca of, yeah, hotels. Uh, of, yeah. So, and, and, um, you know, you pay what you get for it. If you're going to a free thing that the city's running, yeah. I mean, uh, that you pay because you have a membership, mm-hmm. it's not really, I mean, it's sometimes they really bring in really good people from the chamber or well, the chamber the- does, the chamber does. I've gone to, I went to a couple last, uh, the chamber year. does good events. I've been to a couple yeah. executive board, uh, events for the chamber. Um, and they were really positive and they give you a lot for, for what you're doing. But, um, Yeah. I think it's it's actually good. I I can't afford it yet in my business, but eventually I will, and I'd like to be a part of it more more part of it. Yeah, and I kind of want because I paid I paid for a membership, and then if I don't use it, it's like lost money. So you can go to a lot of those networking events yeah. and find people. Like yes, my restaurants would go to one of the. How old is the rest? Is the hotel and restaurant like they're this? the same age? So twenty eight years. So twenty, but the actual space is two hundred years old. 1828 is the more. So yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys be like one of the oldest hotel restaurants in the city because really is based on the space, right? Or it's based on the year you open. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think Ralph's in South Philly is the oldest Italian restaurant. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then Love Me and Dante Luigi's mm-hmm. is probably two of the older ones. There might be some like luncheonettes. That Ralph's out. on third, right? Ralph's on ninth. Okay. Yeah. I think I've been there before as well. My my great grandmother lived in South Philly uh, after. My grandfather, my great grandfather, disappeared. <laughs> um, but yeah. So anyway, um, that's that's what I know about that. A little bit about that. But um, all right. So that's how you're developing and building your business is through the process side of social media and going through the networking events. Right. Yeah, I mean, on then you know word of mouth and mm-hmm. and you know people people eating here and mm-hmm. telling people that they had a great time and you know them posting social media. You know. Uh, getting influencers in here and it doesn't matter, you know, we'll, we had a fashion blogger come mm-hmm. in and she has like a half a million followers. So it's actually a good way to grow your business. Yeah. I mean, cross, cross promote, you know, we're, I, that's what I brought up today. There's a, so we're doing these wine club. We have a wine club, which we just started. I was telling you earlier about the trivia night that mm-hmm. I'm going to, that I do once a yeah. month and it's wine focused, mm-hmm. oh, wine okay. food in Philly trivia. Uh, they do a blind tasting of a of a of a wine, and, and then they get they get to try to figure out like where it's from, what kind of grape it is. Um, so I make it fun too. But um, the cross promoting, so instead of doing um, in October, just like you know breast cancer awareness month, and doing something woman focused, like mm-hmm. women in wine class, or you know uh, women the women so the women in wine, meaning the wine makers are women. And then have a class revolve around. Would you that. charge for them to come here and do yeah, that? Yeah, we do. It's thirty-five dollars, and they have a club. So you can buy the wine club membership, and there's all these benefits <laughs> that, that that come with it. Um, and you guys bring the cases in, and you sell. Uh, yeah, it's or... either one we buy, or someone, or a winemaker will come in and donate it. But most mm-hmm. most time, we have to buy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. And um, so like so like not just it's not just a wine class. It's also wine. So we'll get like you get a double bonus by having 
the women in wine aspect and the wine class. I think we should pie market those more targeted marketing. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, like, yeah. you know, uh, you know, on the main line and in, in, in certain demographics that you're trying to target because you want them to come here and experience the place. And then, okay. And we also have a hotel and for your staycations for your family yeah. and or for you and your significant other. And then the restaurant itself and the yeah. food, you know. Theme I mean, itself. women make the, the two decisions, mm -hmm. the two industries that I'm in, especially wine. More, wine more, more women drink wine more above percentage than mm -hmm. men. Yeah. Men still drink more than women, but women drink more wine. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then the other thing is that women are like, it's like, it's like I think the last stat I saw was like 72% of the decisions of where to go on vacation and where to stay. Mm-hmm. And then you know they'll that's they'll drive they drive. Yeah, that's decisions. your demographic. You create yeah, yeah, your persona no, yeah. based upon that. I'm not saying that we just specifically, but you know when you are, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, when you want no, to know your them client, and let them yeah. know. Let them know that you have these services and you have this spot. I mean, it's, it's close and it's still it's a getaway. Right? Yeah. So I mean, also you know if if there's a wedding market because we have a hotel, we even necessarily can't do weddings here, but the weekends are you know for for having a home base for a wedding, but also we have the banquet space that we're sitting in and you have the restaurant. So doing a rehearsal dinner here, staying over. Mm -hmm. So they're here for two nights, Friday and Saturday. They have the wedding on Saturday mm -hmm. and they check out and some people have brunch. So we yeah. get, we get a three, we get a three shot right over three days. And that's like everyone wins mm -hmm. because they have a great time. It's a life event for them. And then, but then you're dealing, talking about people, you're like, you're like, oh, you're not really dealing with the bride sometimes. Sometimes you're dealing with the groom or sometimes yeah. you're dealing with, you know. Somebody in the family who's running. Four them. different yeah, parents, yeah. four different sets of parents. It's kind of crazy sometimes. Like how, but. Uh, what about midweek rates for like travelers? Because that's like a big draw for me. Like when I came, used to come to Philly for work, I always looked for like, you know, different spots that were near certain areas, but that also that were. A great option i had a you know a great restaurant and and stuff like that so i mean midweek i'm sure you probably lower your rates a little bit because yeah 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 because it's off off peak yeah off peak and uh you know we haven't we have something that's not published uh it's called the neighborhood rate mm -hmm. and it's like anyone who has does business in a neighborhood or you and now there's a lot more rentals and and people buying and living in, in old city uh we have a, something called a spare bedroom rate which is basically the same thing as, as a neighborhood rate yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like you know, just because you know you live in a neighborhood, you don't want your parents to sleep in your two bedroom. They can <laughs> yeah. come here. See you later, mom. Yeah. Down the street. Here, here's here's a great yeah, hotel. That's a good idea. You know? So we we market that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, during the week, like unless there's something going on in the city, it, it is it literally it's you know we're cordial to each other in the hotel mm -hmm. industry, um, and we have a monthly marketing um, excuse me, monthly managers meeting. Um, and we go over like issues that, that we, you know, your face yeah, I was on the board. I was vice president okay. uh, for about three years. Um, but yeah, we don't, we're not allowed to talk about rates, but we could all see each other's rates. We, we yeah, all, it's all public domain. Yeah. We're we all other people to find out and you basically yeah. do it. Yeah. And back in the day we would have to call, we called like seven hotels, like, you know, and we would, you know, identify ourselves as, you know, call, I'm calling from the Pennsylvania. What's your best rate and availability today? So, oh no. We, I mean, you know, like I've heard other hotels call blindly oh, not, oh yeah not mentioning who they are like hey what's your rate for tonight you know i'm looking for a room tonight in the city or whatever and they would do it without telling them that they were oh, okay. an industry all right so that's not i mean that's i mean uh, it just we maybe do, you guys have a different no, like like uh, code within the city to do it but. uh no i mean i'm sure people we've done it i know i've not that i've done it but i've gone on other people's websites as far as like their 
Mm-hmm. They're, they're published rates. Well, yeah, well, they're published rates, but we're not so much about the that. That's easy. That's that's all. Like, but we're all on hotels.com mm-hmm. or Expedia, and it's like, and or I can like go to the website. But there's got the, there's something called rate parity, so you need to have the same rate across all platforms, unless there's like a special like insider code right. or my website only mobile. Right. You know, that's you know, there's like unpublished things like mm-hmm. that people that. You know, every time someone figures out a way around something, the bigger the OTAs, the big travel agent mm-hmm. companies will figure out a way to make you not do that. So, but but they really can't they can't force you not to use your own website. So you just kind of you know you follow push, it push everybody to their website and you know or call us directly because that saves us money if they call us directly. So, right. or you have to pay a fee. Yeah, well, we have to, anything that goes through anything, but not you know, your website. Well, I still don't have to pay per click or pay pay per a reservation. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the worst is if it's a a lead through, like, say, American Express, and then it goes through somebody else, and then it comes through the internet. I'm getting dinged ten percent, ten percent, seven percent, five dollars. Like it's like so. By time I that that one, yeah, then that's why that's why that one fifty rate is not available to them. Mm -hmm. The one eighty nine rate is available because by time everything everybody gets paid, I'm getting one thirty nine. So it's like that's a that's a that's part of. So that's what we talk about now with the profit side. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. your big challenge, yeah. right? Is is your creep, and I, I call it creep because it's really from the top down waterfall effects. If if you drive business from a credit card company who has points, or you drive it from your online marketing, you're paying for the click, but you're also paying for each transaction to the other person to go to your website. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a really lot. You want to streamline that and take that. Like if you can control it yourself and just drive it from your social into your website, yes, you're paying per click, but you're taking the other people out of the equation. Yeah. So, I mean, I made a, I made a decision last year or this year, last year to stop using Expedia Mm -hmm. um, because the other, one of the, I'm calling them out, but it's fine. But (laughs) booking.com is, is more, uh, is more fits us better. Because it's a European company, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of their clients are from Europe, and they're coming to Philadelphia or the East Coast, and Philadelphia happens mm-hmm. to be one of their stops. And um, we're the highest percentage, and we're not, the, we're not the biggest dollar amount, like bottom line dollar amount for them. But as far as how many Europeans travelers stay here, we're the number one. We're the biggest. Really? Yeah, we're like you know. Um, because we feel more like a European hotel. It does feel like a European I would definitely say that. I've been in working for two European companies for the last, you know, three years, and that's exactly what I feel. When I, like, it feels very Italian, very European in here. Like, uh, it, my last company is from Genoa, and a lot of the restaurants are in the warehouse district. And it's the exact same thing as this behind you with the exposed brick and, like, or the exposed rock. Yeah. And the archways from where they used to store grain or fish or whatever, you know, like it's a very old school feel in here, you know, in this room at least. And the other ones too, it feels more modern. But yeah. here I feel like I'm in Genoa and, you know, there's a, there's a you know, a water seltzer machine over in the corner and a small little bar and Nona comes out and makes, you know, yeah. it's a five options. You have and <laughs> that's it, you know, um, which you could do too if you wanted to. But, yeah. Um, Anyway, so that's obviously that's your biggest thing is driving people to your your business, but directly from one marketing campaign rather than churning it down from five different other sources. Yeah, and I still, I mean, I still have I I pay a company out of New York uh, called Hubs Digital. I have a monthly call with them, 
we have a marketing brand out of LA that, that uh, I guess represents us. Um, that was the, the, the American Express Homes mm-hmm. Briscoe thing. I just like, you know, they got to get a piece because they got the lead and, mm-hmm. and the, you know, the, their client has to get a piece. Um, even though that's internal, it's still 20, yeah. 25% that off it's the top. It's a big t- a cut. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so yeah. So as a small hotel and I like, I, I joked the other day is that I rarely say no. I say, I say yes. So you're saying yes sure, all the time. No yeah, I could do it. Yeah. I, I could be vice president for two more years. Yeah. No, it's like, I was like, no, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, the, so I was going with that, but the, so trying to redirect. So the booking.com was a decision that I made because they, even though I, they are taking a cut, they perform the best for me and they're the best fit for me. Mm-hmm. So why am I giving some other bells, a mega, mega billion dollar, uh, you know, why am I helping them? And it didn't hurt my bottom line. Right. Didn't hurt my occupancy. My, I was the rate, the word that we use in a hotel is ADR, average daily rate. My average daily rate went up $10 cause Europeans, they, yeah. they, they spend more when they're here. Mm-hmm. They also book well in advance. They're not doing last minute stuff. Mm-hmm. They're booking like five, six months out in advance because they, they're planning their vacations. Yeah. So it's like a better. Andiamo a Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like UK, Italy, mm-hmm. uh, South America, yeah. Ireland, Germany, um, and even Asia. Asia really? Asian, yeah, Chinese and, and Japanese. And wow. you get some Australians here once in a while. Um, Canadians yeah. too. Yeah. So anyway, it's it's so that was sort of a decision that that I made just so like it's a smart idea. I mean, that's smart because it, uh, obviously you take a layer out of the transaction that can save you money, and it did, right? And you yeah. took a risk, but it was worth it. You did the calculation, said, "Yeah, let's take these guys out of the equation, just focus all our efforts with booking and drive more traffic through booking." And then we're seeing it worked. Yeah, and they're they're good on the client side. Mm-hmm. Like I'm friends with my actually just moved on, but girl Nicole was here was my my. I guess rep and or local, like mm-hmm. this was her territory. Mm-hmm. You know, she's here for like an hour once a month yeah. and we become friends and, you know, shoot the, you know what? And then, and then we're like, but we're also talking about business and like what's working for, for this. And she, you know, this, I think this program will work well for you. Right. Cause if they make money and we make money, they make money. So right. it doesn't make, it, it makes, makes sense, sense. It's a for us to work together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just, they were just always, again, I would like say yes or I, there I would not always say yes. Because, you know, like if you're in the, the, the you know, elite level of, of this, you'll, you're, you know, you get bumped up and spo- like sponsored listings and stuff yeah, like that yeah. on a website. I was like, you know, it's, I don't really need that extra. I mean, I do need extra rooms and, and, and uh, excuse me, money and profits, but I don't necessarily need to, because then I don't have control over the, how a push person books. Right. So if everyone's always hitting the sponsor because that's the first thing they see. I'm but then if they don't buy or they don't book with you, you're kind of it's another, wasting money. It's another 7% yeah. that I'm losing. So I was like, you know, I'm doing well now. Some things I'll try. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think you have to experiment with that. You yeah, can't no, be like, oh, no, it's only this and this I'm going to do. Yeah, no. And like we, I use, sometimes, I, you know, throwing in stuff like parking or a voucher to the mm-hmm. restaurant or a cookbook or whatever, whatever we have like marketing that, that could like differentiates us from mm-hmm. someone else. Um, having the restaurant and wine bar definitely does. So that's why I always incorporate food. Uh, parking is not our parking lot. So it's out of our pocket or out of the room rent. So it's hard to always do that. 
Um, but I do Cyber Monday or Cyber Week. Now it's called Cyber Monday. Is that it's a week up to Cyber Monday, and but also the fill in my. Um, You're in Christmas. No, the, yeah, the fill in my first quarter, mm -hmm. like the, per, the first three months of the year, because mm -hmm. usually the, it's like again, it's really low. It's like and it sort of slowly progresses to the spring. Well, people are still recovering from the holidays financially, and yeah, like, oh, I don't want to travel or whatever, unless it's for business. Or... Yeah, no, you know, like, no one wants to come. To, even though it's not Minnesota, Philadelphia, yeah, yeah, Philadelphia so is cold. cold. <laughs> so it's cold in the winter. Here, it hasn't been as cold. Like this yeah. week, different, but yeah, you know, yeah. other than that, uh, so no one wants to. You know, the soccer coaches always come in January, so that's like hmm. the only one that's like kind of really, yeah, the U.S. soccer coaches really, and it's like the first or second week, and then lacrosse comes. There's a volleyball, like there's some sports. So the Philadelphia sports kind of gross. It's actually really good hmm. getting events. The rugby, the US yeah, yeah, the yeah. sevens in the in the summer. Um, we don't really feel too much of that unless. How do you get them there? How do you get down to, to NRG? You give them a, a van, or do they have your own van? Or uh, no, no, no. They get they get down there by themselves. Okay. They don't really, you know. Um, but the soccer coaches are in convention center. Uh, oh, okay. And lacrosse is sometimes it's down. I think it's at the state. I think it's at the link. Hmm. Uh, the games at least. Um, and I think we're getting, I think we're getting a women's NCAA basketball this year or next year. Oh, like, uh, March. Like, like, yeah. March. Yeah. Madness, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. And so we get, we get UConn, like, uh, UConn coaches, buddies with my dad and like Italian guys, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Italian guys in their sixties. And they're like, <laughs> Hey, Paisan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it has been coming every time they play Villanova or they, they still come for dinner here and they like hang out and stuff. So yeah. Um, so it's like ongoing relationships, like how you have like, you always have to be out and about, like, and like, mm. have, reminding people that you're that you're that here. You're still here, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, we never go. We know we're at, you know, like, oh, we renovated. You have a new chef, like, you know, we're, yeah. you know, we're doing this now. We have a wine club. We're doing this, you know, this. This. Yeah, I think that's what you have to start doing is just really targeting those specific things and going out to that demographic and putting it out there and say, let's go downtown for this. It's going on tonight. Something to do, you know. Yeah, and we have to look at stuff that, like, you know, if you don't try it. You can't say, oh, you can't be like, you know, Monday, Monday morning quarterbacking and saying like, exactly. oh, we should have done this. We should have done that. We didn't do this. Or you see someone else take your, take your the idea, idea yeah. and then like run with it and be successful. It makes you so mad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's why you're, and that's the, the hotel, on the hotel side, I do that almost daily is my competitive set. Like I always, I always see who leads to ask about rates. Like what is the Hilton charging? What is the. What is it called now? It was used to be the old Omni. I think it's called. It's a Renaissance hotel yeah, yeah, on Renaissance. Fourth and Chestnut. Uh, the the small the small place. The hotel things like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I look on my side of town, or it's hotels similar to me, um, or hotels that are like in my price range. Which I, as far as Philadelphia, I'm in the middle. Mm -hmm. um, but then restaurants, I think restaurants do more now because of social media, because you can be a friend of Vintage. I can mm -hmm. be a friend of any of the star restaurants. Yeah. and follow them on on Instagram or Jose Garces, I'm on his email list because I had ate in Amada 10 years ago. <laughs> I see everything he does. Like, you right. know, like, you know, when, when, you know, Christmas in July, literally they start sending out stuff in July about Christmas parties. That's how far in advance. Yeah. Yeah. They're marketing they're doing already. stuff. And I'm like, I'm always like, who's first. This is us star restaurants or yeah. Garces. And usually it's like one of us like goes out early and it, and it'll just like a little teaser and well, everybody knows each other too it's probably the thing it's like a very small network here in the yeah and i mean so most of the people are you know most people on, on the marketing side are usually tend to be younger so that's like you know they were born when this place opened so they were like never like <laughs> or not or not yeah. yeah 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 or not or not yeah or their parents met here or something. yeah like, yeah yeah you know like <laughs> that's great so 
after that, it's it's really you deal with these challenges. How do you you know ring the bell every day? How do you stay motivated? What's your secret to, to go out and be as an entrepreneur? Um, it's just it's hard. It is hard. It's difficult to to you know um, to like come and you know like kind of I don't know be be a little uh, psychiatrist and like listen to everyone and everyone's issues and and you know, and this person did this and, and, or, you know, this customer said that and like, how could we like mm -hmm. sort of just sort of taking it all in, uh, that's, you know, but that's just part of this business. Um, and I, and that's kind of like I, my, one of my strong points is that it kind of like, and it's, it's trying to find out problems like being a detective and just like trying to listen, listen and listen to get everyone said, get, get, get everyone's side of the story. Don't right. just believe the first thing you do and just go fly off the handle. It's like kids too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it is. Uh, it was weird when I first started because I was young. I was 27, 28. Mm -hmm. And literally the housekeepers are like my mom's age. Could have been my mom's age. So I'm like, I'm now I'm in charge of women yeah. who, I, I one, I respect them. But now I have, they have to listen to me. So I have to gain their respect. But yeah, um, build that trust, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so, but as far as like what, I think creating new... Uh, I like creating new things, new because thi if you just like you stay stagnant, you're gonna. It's like you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I come, I come in, and I do the same. I first thing I do is you know, I'm, I don't like check my email, voicemails, like, like most like the rest of us mm -hmm. you know do, and then sort of just uh, prioritize like what I need to do first, and you know, and I'm also I always do the big things first in the morning, and then in the afternoon take care of the other stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a big list guy too, so I always yeah. like make lists for myself. Um, you have to. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, if you're busy, like, there's no way you'd be like, I used to keep everything up here, and then like one day, just like I can't. I had to start putting everything in a calendar. And yeah. I live and die by my calendar <laughs> and my to do list, electronic to do list. Yeah. If I and I've been doing that for the last, I want to say uh, at least ten years because. You know, keep before it was keeping track of surgeries, keeping track of doctors, keeping track of this meeting, that meeting, sales calls, dinners, whatever, and then patient names, CDs, all sort of stuff. Like, all right, I gotta put this in. I can't just write this down anymore. I have to put it in there so I can find it whenever I need it and put reminders in to remind me, and and then through to do lists so that it reminds me. Hey, you didn't do this yet. Like, I just got a reminder when we got here. Like, I gave up yelling at the kids for Lent <laughs> because I I have a short fuse and. I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna yell. So it reminded me, don't yell at the kids today. That's you know? uh, going. <laughs> so, so you better make it a month. I gotta make, I gotta make the rest of it. You're like 39 days ago. <laughs> oh, I can do it. I can do it. Um, but uh, I got my last yell in like Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, like you, you have to. And that for me, motivating is is them, is the family, and everything else. And I'm afraid to fail. And that's yeah. my big thing for me. It's just failure. I don't want to fail. Yeah, and I think it, hel it helps that the especially with this place that it's it, my i'm have a huge vested interest because it's gotten our name attached to it and it's like literally it's my house mm -hmm. it's like my dad calls it you know once in a while we call it his playground because yeah. he comes here and he gets to do stuff and you know he's getting you know he's he can retire if he wants to at this point mm -hmm. but he, i don't he's like a shark like if he stops moving he stops moving he's gonna die yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. He, like you know he's i'm the same way like if i start move stop moving i fall asleep yeah like if I sit in a seat, at, like on the couch, and just relax, I fall asleep. Like yeah, within no. five minutes. Yeah, like, no, same thing. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you catch Because I just move, 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 yeah. move. And if I don't, st if I stop moving, it's usually because I'm running on empty as it is. 
Like I'm up at five in the morning working out, going through my day, getting ahead of the day, take care of the kids, go through the day. Then when I come home, I'm like, all right, do the kids more to or stuff around the house, whatever other workouts, things like that. And then it's, you know, nine, 10 o'clock at night. Like last night I passed out at 10. <laughs> it's like watching the arrow while I'm doing work. I'm like, oh, you know, pass out. So, I mean, I feel it. If you have to be self-motivated as an entrepreneur, you can't be like sitting back in your roles and wait for something to happen. Yeah, and yeah. that's why RTB is like a boxing metaphor, a rugby thing, because you always have to keep moving forward. And I think it's the same thing with you. Yeah. You're always moving forward. It seems like it, based on your... Your wine in the month club, your trivia nights, you're moving forward, you're changing with the times and you're finding different ways to attract people here to see what you have. It's about attention, right? Yeah, and I think I think even I did the demographic of the, the wine club and the um the wine trivia night was it was you know, skewed a little older, but there were like mothers and daughters that came. That's Actually good. they won, that was the yeah. team that won. There was like a, a an older teenage girl with her parents, like but then there was like a, uh, two older women and guys from the rugby team. Yeah, yeah, Arizona and oh, really? uh, Stephen Craig. Yeah, with their with their fiance oh, and wow. wives. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, um, I didn't even know about it. I gotta. Follow, I guess I'm not. I don't get your stuff. Yeah, I, uh, well, I'll give, I'll get yeah. your email. Yeah. I have your email, but uh, so uh, but so the so the 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 demographic of that is even though it's a little bit older, it, it's millennials. And I've gone to like a ton of like networking things and and trade shows where it's like you know market the marketing to millennials like if i see one more if i go to one more i can run one yeah yeah because i know so much about it because i've gone it's to no like different i mean I i'm know. sorry it, like i i refuse to like people say oh managing millennials is hard no it's not think about managing draftees in vietnam like i don't want to die like yeah <laughs> these guys just want attention that's what they want yeah no I, like i said it was harder for me to to manage 50 year old women than it is to a 25 year old like yeah it, it it was so so anyway so the, the the base the base the bottom line that i got well not the bottom line but one of the things is like they're more about experiences correct you know like what am i getting out those of those two are perfect examples what am i what what how do i add this the content to my story mm-hmm. And I want to share it with the rest of the world. The why behind why you do it. But all right. of us like it. All of us like experiences and 100%. stories and stuff. And, and that's what my point. Like the people in the room that night and, and the last couple of Sundays were all over the age, all of both sexes. It was about having a good time and learning something mm-hmm. and getting something out of it and laughing and, and like drinking, right? And drinking <laughs> and go, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, or yeah. like, you know, they, they walked out of here with something more than when they came in. And it's like, I think that goes across all age groups, like as far as, and, and the value added, it's like what they're getting out of it. Yeah. I mean, I think also the story too here is that, and the reason why you do stuff is that this is your family business and it's, it's your lifeblood. So you believe in it and you want to share the experience of what you learned growing up here with everybody else. And yeah. that's to me looking from the outside in, and that's the why, yeah. right? This is your lifeblood, right? And you, you live and breathe this place and you know, you can feel the rock. I'm like, oh yeah, this is my house. Yeah. Cause it is. Yeah. And you know, when you're up there doing your events and you're trying to go to business it's because you care and you want this to succeed and, and make sure it doesn't fail. Right. And that's the biggest thing for you. I yeah. Think. And that's for me is just outside of looking in. Yeah, no, no, it was, it was we had a hard, so we had the idea that the tri- I usually go back, I keep on bringing it back. I'm not I'm plugging it too, I guess, but <laughs> the trivia night was like, we were trying to find someone who was charismatic that we knew that could like run the event. And we had like two really good people mm-hmm. and they just cause scheduling, they couldn't do it. So it so was you like, did it. 
so I was like at the fifth month I'm like it's you know you know crap or get off the pot like you know mm -hmm. it's like either do it we either do it I do it or we don't do it at all right and you know it's either it's you know and I just wound up doing it, it was it was you know I'm a pretty decent public speaker and I have some sort of personality. So I have, I, it worked. Right. You know, I've been to like a ton of trivia nights where it's like dry and it's just, I had a bad experience at my, I love trivia and, uh, and I'm a huge like trivial pursuit nerd. We had one at my country club and it was one of the worst experiences I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> the guy got twisted and like he was wasted. Oh, yeah. And it would be like 20 minutes between each question. I'm like, what are we doing? I'm like yelling at him. I'm like, what are we doing? We should have had a question, like five questions already. Like, what? Like, and they were like, Paul. Oh. I'm like, no, don't tell me to be quiet. I paid for this. And this is what I want. You're getting hammered up there. Not asking questions. All right. You know, that was, that, that's my. Yeah. No, I just had to keep it going. Yeah. No, that's like, you know, and you learn. It's, it's like anything else. You like mm -hmm. learn from like doing it and experiencing it and going to other ones. Yeah. Like going to see what other people do, seeing what your competitor, you know. Would you do a regular trivia night or just like a, the wine one? I think wine, wine was focused. It was a wine focus mm -hmm. because that's what we're about. And it's not just wine. Yeah. So okay. So it's not just like. It's Philly, it was Philly trivia and food trivia. And some of the food trivia had to do with like Philadelphia, like the Girl Scouts was started here. That was one of the questions. Okay. Harry's root beer was 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 for the first time in in like 1876. Mm -hmm. uh, bananas came through the United States for the I mean from Chiquita. South. Yeah, yeah, that's how Chiquita Fruit Pack. The guy the guy who brought it up through Philadelphia. He it, then he went to Boston and out of Boston he, and it turned into like three other companies, but it became Chiquita Fruit Pack. Now it's called Chiquita Fruit Pack, mm -hmm. and they used to actually be a really good client of ours. Really? Yeah, and grapes. They, so like Philadelphia is a huge. I, not a lot of people know that. I don't know if it's still the case, but it's like the second lead in port. Like most of the grapes, really? like grapes that you get at a supermarket come through the port of I Philadelphia from Chile and South America. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. So Probably the blueberries too then. Yeah, well, blueberries come from... Chile. Chile, yeah. Peru. Yeah, but also... I got some big ones the other day were like monsters. The um, Strawberries too. So we actually, because we're by the port, we have like, we used to, when, I guess when there was more of that type of business, and that was like our bread and butter for a long time. Or the shipping company. So when they, because when they pull into the port of Philadelphia, either they bring in a new captain to take the ship back down to South America, or or the, or vice versa, the captain right. stopping here mm -hmm. and going on to New York or right. Nova Scotia or wherever, mm -hmm. the captains can't. You when you're in the port and you come from outside of the country, you can't stay on the boat. Hmm. You can't stay in your quarters. You have to get off the boat. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So you can probably start marketing to them too. To oh, the, we've been. Yeah, yeah we've been yeah. doing that forever. Yeah. So yeah, they're good. They're good client. That's a good client of ours. Like it's one, they just actually, they used to be in a neighborhood and that was the reason how we got, uh, hmm. we, how we got introduced and it's crazy business, man. <laughs> well, Carlo, I appreciate your time. No Talk to me about your business, how, uh, how you manage all the different pillars of the business and then how you get up and, and stay motivated every day. Really appreciate your time. Talk to me the podcast. Tell me about you. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. All right, thanks, man. Thanks for me. Cheers.